And welcome back. Welcome back to our lovely listeners. Um, whoever you are, wherever you're listening from, um, my name is Maurice. And with me, as always, is Miss Amanda. And we are glad that you guys are here. Um, we're going to talk about some some real hard hitting stuff today. So, um, uh, Amanda, you, do you have anything to say before we get into this this first topic that we're discussing? Uh, no, just direct, I guess, direct your hate mail to, to me or split it evenly, you know, if Perfect. you want to alter between words or something, send a little bit to me, a little bit more. No, but we're, we're really happy to have you guys along as always and girls and everything else. Uh, so yeah, let's get right to it. So, uh, and we're a little bit late in this, but you know what? We're, we're, we're not late. We're right on time because we like to wait until things come out until um b- b- until we have more information before we make rash decisions decisions excuse me and we and we rush to uh certain judgments um but last was it tuesday right last tuesday i'm dating this podcast episode but <laughs> last tuesday the uh the the ver- the the derek chauvin uh, verdict came out guilty on all three accounts so um, uh, amanda what are your thoughts on that oh you can't ask me to give the first thoughts on that <laughs> oh and, yes and, <laughs> And I feel, I feel personally attacked. Uh, you know, I, so I deliberately tried to avoid all of the sensationalism, right? I tried to avoid watching the video 11,000 times. Right. First of all, because if I were to die in a horrible, gruesome way and it were, and it were filmed, I kind of wouldn't want the entire world watching my death over and over and exactly. over again. Exactly. That is a bit weird respects mm-hmm. yeah I, it's also why i don't like look at car crashes when i'm when i'm i seriously it's like i can't it's a matter of principle right so i i tried to take a little bit of a step back mm-hmm. and listen to a bunch of different commentary honestly i i kept an open mind about things i heard the arguments here and there and it it seemed, I was actually, I'm going to admit, I was disappointed that it seemed less cut and dry than I thought it was mm. going to be. Mm. Because I I wanted there to be, I, I, I wanted it to be a very, very easy case to decide because looking at it, initially, it, it did seem that way. Right. And personally, I still feel like, yes, he absolutely was culpable um, in in Chauvin's, or sorry, not Chauvin's, in George Floyd's death. Uh, I honestly, I know that there were a lot of people who were shocked about all three counts. Mm-hmm. And so I'm eager to know how you felt about that. Uh, and also there have been several other cases that have come up even since then. For sure. Uh, and I know we yes. can get into that as well, <laughs> but uh, your, your thoughts, you have the floor. Well, um, I, I can't say that I was shocked or surprised, um, partly because of one, the the amount of outrage surrounding it for the past year. Like in order for you not to know about this case, you had to be living under a rock or I mean, even the I mean, because was it even the the Amish were getting out there and kind of showing their support. They were like, like, like d- d- when this stuff first broke out. They were literally out there showing their support. And most people agreed, like you being on the back of on, on, on somebody's neck or however they want to define, was it was it the neck or was it the back or spine or whatever? Like when, when you start arguing things like that, like I, I get that. Um, 
So I, I can't say that I was shocked because everybody had their biases coming in. Um, either you thought you, most people were, were on one or two, one, one of two sides. Um, one, George Floyd shouldn't have been in that situation because he was over here passing a counterfeit 20. He had drugs in the system and this, that, the other. And the other side is there's no reason that 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 cop should have should have did that. That was murder. And so there, there was very, very few people were, were kind of like in the middle. I would say I was one of those people that was, that was in the middle, like, you know, I, and, and, and I am a, I'm the son of a former police officer. So I, I, I see both sides of this. And so knowing and understanding, like, as, as a, as a police officer, you probably shouldn't be on somebody's back for nine minutes, especially when they're handcuffed. So when, when, when the three, when he came back guilty on, on all three accounts, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't shocked or surprised. I was kind of disappointed um, because I don't, and, and again, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't understand the, 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 the big difference between manslaughter and murder one and murder two, especially in Minnesota. So I think one of them is like you, you murder two is you are committing the, you're, you're committing a felony and somebody dies in that act. And so that's what he was guilty of. And so I'm guessing the felony was him kneeling on the back for nine yes. minutes. And I mean, so yeah. it's the, the whole legal things behind that were, were a bit, were a bit. Now, do I think I'm beyond like, being honest, do I think the the guy should go to should should go to jail for what he did? One hundred percent, not even a question, not even a question. Now, um, now if we want to talk about how long and for this and that the other, then 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 we can discuss that. But I will say, and and I I, I kind of want to hear, hear hear your thoughts on this. I when when it first came out, I think the idea of one, they, they convicted on all three accounts because the juries and the jurors did not want their names getting out yes, on, yeah. on, on anything. Like if you were that one juror who said he was not guilty, I guarantee you'd be doxxed. They'd be coming after your family. They'd be coming after your job. Like you would, you would have to go into hiding if you were going to yeah. do that. Yeah. No, Maxine would come after you. Absolutely. Exactly. And I'm the dorky person who, in fact, I got so frustrated that I couldn't understand the difference between involuntary manslaughter, voluntary manslaughter, and third degree. So I I looked up all of them. I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd have had this list that I'm I'm a very strange person. So yeah, I think there was some uncertainty about, well, what was the, you know, wanton disregard for human life involved and all that? What was the force? Was it actually excessive? Um, And I'm with you 100%. I think that if I were a juror, I would be so terrified of A, someone finding out who I was and B, my fellow jurors throwing me under the bus. If, If I, if I, you know, had that reasonable doubt. Uh, it's interesting though, we're talking about the arguments that people were making that are more, uh, you know, more in favor of Chauvin or, or I guess kind of blaming Floyd in some way. One of them was that, well, Floyd was already overdosing, was already going to die. And so Chauvin just maybe made him die more quickly. This reminded me exactly of a story that a guy that I dated ages ago, um, who worked for a DA's office, told me about uh, a case that either he was sitting in on or he heard about it from someone else, where that was precisely the argument that uh, the defense attorney was making, that, Your Honor, my client's uh, didn't kill this man. You're, he he just sped up the process of this man's death, and apparently the judge then 
takes off his glasses and looks at him and goes, counselor, that's all any murderer ever does. <laughs> <laughs> that was ringing in my head constantly. And people are saying, well, he just made him die faster. No, that arguably any murderer exactly. does Exactly, because everybody's going to die. So you're just yeah. speeding up the process of when they die. Exactly, yeah. Makes no, sense. but I'm with you. I think there was certainly a fear of, mm-hmm. of well, what happens if I don't if I don't convict him on all counts, you know, right? And week. and and even and um and one and I because I, I remember like when, when it came out, everybody was going live on Instagram and Facebook and kind of having conversations and stuff. And, and my issue was always was was one. I feel like they're setting up for a mistrial of some sort because. Yeah with Maxine Waters saying exactly what she said, the fact that you had this case in the same city in which this happened. So you're, you were going to get biased jurors and the, the, they were not sequestered during any of this. So they're able to go home, be on social media, kind of do all kinds, talk to whoever they want to during this. And, and, and one of the, um, and so people, people will always come back that and say, Oh, well, of course, every, everybody knew about it. I mean, I mentioned that earlier, like everybody knew about it. If you didn't know about it, you're living on a rock. I'm like, yes, but you still want to give the illusion that you were giving somebody a fair trial, move you're it to a different me. city. Yeah, no, please. But you're telling me the, the you know, all, all that we can do, all that the, all that the government can do, we can't sequester jurors and make sure they don't have access to information. Have you tried looking for alternative arguments about the coronavirus lately? Mm. You can always always (laughs) put a a clamp down on info, especially if you've got people just in a hotel room doing nothing. How are we not sequestering jurors anymore? Sorry, I'm supposed to be the civil one. No, I, I completely get it. And it was frustrating. And and even as you were talking, I, re, I remembered that I saw an article now take it for what you will. But and, and the 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 title is actually a quote from one of the jurors. And it said, I didn't want to go through the rioting. A juror and Chauvin trial makes stunning admission over guilty verdict. Like, did you not expect this to happen? You know, I mean, so that that's why I said, like, they're setting up for a mistrial. Like, there are so many things that that are going to come of this which are going to have um like horrible consequences down the line that aren't going to do what blm wants them to do that aren't going to do what you know antifa or whoever else is 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 wanting this to call this justice or whatever you know i saw that all in my facebook justice is served and this is what you call accountability and and everything and i'm just like um you guys do not see the big picture here at all. But that's why we're here, because we're giving you the big picture on why everything on 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 while this happens. And, and even from Chauvin, um, kind of leading into the other cases that have happened the same day as the juror as, as the jury coming back, um, the Makia Bryant case. Um, that one, there's the hey, I went for my taser, but I actually actually grabbed my gun issue. Um, there's so many issues with policing that we have in our country, and we're over here focused on one small minutia of of things that happens, as opposed to the bigger issue that 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 we can look at at least on a local level or whatever level we we want to discuss things. And I think one thing that we have to be talking about here is training. Um, you know, in all of these cases, you have 
some failure either to recall one's training and or failure to train someone properly. And maybe I don't understand, you know, you, you came from a law enforcement family, so maybe you can correct me. But for me, I feel like there's there's another degree of criminality in the way we neglect to train our law enforcement mm -hmm. officials. You know, there's there are so many ways that you can train someone, psychological training, behavioral training. Yes, everyone panics, but there's a difference between being afraid and letting that fear absolutely run wild with your actions. Right. And again, th these are there are solutions here. There are ways to train people so that they're able to think rationally, even in moments of extreme fear and uncertainty. Right. And, and you know, distinguishing a gun from a taser, that's just, I mean, that there's a weight issue, there's a visual issue, there's a, at, at any point you have to have it, don't you have to have one on one side, one on the other side of your, yes. of your body generally? Yes, yes, yes. And so, um, so, so sorry, sorry, um, oh, no, but, no. but no. going to that, so understanding that, that when you set up, I, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm a firearm enthusiast, but I have firearms. Um, so I have, if if you're if you carry non-lethal, if you ever carry non-lethal, you're not your non-lethal is always cross. You always cross your body to go grab that. So whether that's so if, if you're carrying a firearm and a taser, your taser is always is, is always cross. Um, your firearm because you you want the quickest access to your 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 lethal firearm, your your lethal weapon because. If your life depends on it, you need to grab that the fastest or whatnot. And so I, I get why people set up that way. But to your point, I know the weight difference between one. I know the weight difference between a loaded firearm and an unloaded firearm. There's a huge difference. I know the difference between a taser and a loaded firearm. I'm sure you know also different you know, different types of shots. So that's what got me in the Bryant mm -hmm. case that there's a... I, there's a way to shoot someone where you immediately take them to the ground without running the risk, run, running as big a risk of killing them. So and you, okay, if you want- This would be pushback. This would be pushback. This would be pushback. So um, one of the things with, with, with the Bryant case, I, it's understanding that if, if you as a, let me take a step back. I look at it like this. I, me being the the, the anarcho-capitalist ANCAP, um, we're just gonna call me ANCAP Maurice for short. Um, so being that, I I don't like putting police officers on a pedestal or hold them to an expectation that I don't hold myself to because because they are me and I and and and, and I I'm not a police officer, but but coming from that, I know my dad. Like my dad is just another human being that. That, that has his faults and so forth. And if we're going to put these people in these situations, I cannot put them on a pedestal. So if if somebody's coming to stab me or somebody is stabbing my, 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 is looking to stab my family members, I'm shooting, I'm not, for legal purposes, I'm not shooting to kill. I'm shooting to stop the threat. And you always aim center mass. Why? Not because that's where vital organs are or anything like that, because that is where you're most likely to hit the target. If you if if like people don't train, if if when you're training, you, you don't train to shoot in legs, you don't train to shoot in the head or whatnot. And especially from the angle where she was standing, her this this cop was a, was a deep, was a great shot. 
with with you when you have somebody to the right of her and she's standing sideways she's not her for full body is not facing the police officer and her full back isn't facing police officer she's sideways and so that that cop and th that window has now shrunk from a wide frame to an even thinner frame and so you have that 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 particular thing to kind of fire at and that when whenever you do um self-defense or anything like that or any anything under duress they always tell you to shoot center mass because that's most likely what you're going to hit and you're less likely to hit something else because you're shooting under duress your adrenaline is pumping like you're you, you you're shaky or whatever the case may be if if that makes sense just kind of give you a little bit of pushback on on that aspect kind of thing oh, that's that's fine and I'm, i i welcome that i guess again what i would what i would offer what, or what i would say in, in response to that is again if we're talking about training we're talking about improving training mm. especially when he was relatively speaking close to her yeah I, I feel like there were ways there were ways that he could have shot him in four shots I, i'm perhaps either four shots in a less lethal area. I get what you're saying mm -hmm. about and you made a good point. Four shots in a less lethal area or or maybe would one shot not have worked? And again, I know when you're stressed, when you're panicked, mm -hmm. when you're fearfully, you're not thinking about that. But we should, if we have law enforcement officials, we should have them have met a higher standard than the average everyday citizen when it comes to training and lethal force i do think that's a reasonable expectation to have i totally take your point well and I, I i guess that's where we would disagree like like i i you know you you would say hey i want to put them at, 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 at a particular standard i i wouldn't because because i when, when we get to a big policing issue for me i don't think that they should have a a, a monopoly on violence in 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 that sense and so so as a in in the in that case like i if if i take that badge away did he do what was right in 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 in, in my training when it comes to my family or my friends or or even you when i'm defending you like that's exactly what i'm going to do and and granted like i mean i i i personally believe that if if this if this um, shooting didn't happen the same day that the, the the George Floyd case came out or whatnot it wouldn't be as publicly known yeah, um yeah. It, it was it, it, it was the matter of that and and even um now the the one prior the the is it Dante white like that yeah. one was 100% like and and don't get me wrong I 100% think po police officers need better training if if they're going to be out there you know patrolling the streets and doing things that 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 people think that they should be doing then they 100% need better training aka not having your knee on somebody who who you already have constraints of handcuffs like or you know knowing and understanding where your taser is or knowing how to de-escalate a situation when somebody when you pull somebody over after following them for a mile you're not pulling coming out guns blazing or so forth like like there are situations in which our police officers definitely 100% need more training. So, um, but, 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 but then again, you know, I, people talk about defund the police all the time and this, that, or the other, me being an ANCAP, 
get rid of it all. But I mean, that's an Incapistan, though. That's Incapistan. Incapistan <laughs> sounds attractive, especially with, with certain economic policies such as they are. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, no, I'm I'm certainly for less funding if we're if we're talking about that. And right. to go back to, uh, I guess, a couple points. First of all, you mentioned having a having a knee on someone's neck or back or what have mm-hmm. you. One of the more compelling, more compelling arguments that the defense made, at least initially to me, uh, for Chauvin was that, well, there was a crowd, right? And maybe he's distracted by this angry, unruly crowd. And so he's not really paying attention to the guy under his knee. First mm-hmm. of all, kind of your job, kind of your job if, if you're if you're arresting someone. Right. Also, I get the angry, unruly crowd. Yeah, that would be freaky. That's why you got guys with guns around you. He was not a lone actor there. He had other people who were armed who could easily, you know, easily de-escalate or perhaps escalate the situation that came mm. from the crowd. So that's that's another issue. And if we're talking about pulling people over, this is a point that other people have made. I think it bears mentioning. There are so many reasons to pull someone over that should not in fact be reasons to pull someone over right. in terms of the law. And there's some debate on, well, was it an expired tag issue? Was it a was it an air freshener issue? There's so much random crap mm. that you can get pulled over for. And there are, if we want to cut, if we want to cut something, yeah, we can cut funding and we can also cut some of these laws that are ha- that are caused, that are right. caused for pulling people over right. and doing some of these horrible things. Exactly. And and I because I look at it like, if if you want to enforce that law, you can and the the this gets down to a lot of things, um, where people have determined tra- uh, traffic uh, or the, like red light cameras to be unconstitutional versus states or whatnot. But heck, if that's the case, if you're pulling somebody over for an expired tag, just run their plates, put it in the system, send them a ticket in the mail. Like if 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 that's really if that's really all that you're doing, send them a ticket in the mail. And that well, oh well, what if their their thing is an update? Up oh, well, I guess you just missed out on whatever that ticket was. You know, like th- there's no need for you to be pulling somebody over for whatever the case may be. Because, and 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 somebody mentioned this earlier, and um, we had discussed this earlier, and on on in, in, in the group that, that that we're a part of, where every single law should you know ends with or we will kill you. Like, and as brash as that sounds, that is very true. Like every single thing, whether you're, I mean, the, 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 the gentleman who was in Louisiana years ago, I can't remember his name because it happened right after Eric Garner, but was selling bootleg CDs and Baton Rouge. Right. People forget about him was selling bootleg CDs and they said, oh, he's reaching for a gun or whatnot because they came to her to give him a ticket for selling bootleg CDs. Like Eric Garner, you know, he lost his life for selling untaxed cigarettes. You know, like these are issues that why are you like, people always, people, people will always stop at the race issue and say, oh, well, it's it's because they were black. No, it's because they were selling untaxed cigarettes. Like, yeah, it's easier to go after him than it is to go after LimeWire or Kazaa or whatever else. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and when, when we, understand that the true issue is the fact that there are hundreds of laws that you break every single day 
whether you're speeding, your turn signal was not within the right. I mean, I've literally, I kid you not, my wife and I got pulled over. Now she was driving. Um, she got pulled over for not using her turn signal in the turning lane. Like, I think that happened to my dad once. Like, I can only turn in this lane. What do you mean I have to use my turn signal? There's no what? logic in that. But yet they pull you over and then and, and whatever situation that you're in, you can escalate that situation. Now, if if we had caught that cop on a bad day where she had, you know, she had been frustrated or whatever, things could have turned out completely differently. And people will say, well, no, that's not the case. No, that is the case. Like it, it has happened to people on multiple occasions. You catch the wrong cop on the wrong day, your life could end. I mean, and that that. That's just it. And this coming from a police officer's son, like, like I, I know and, under, and understand the fact that these are issues that we have within our society that we have to fix. And whether that's you unknowing and understanding the laws and, and, and you know how a law is made on, on your local level, like going to your city hall or whatnot and, or your sheriff and saying like, okay, sheriff, what, what laws do you guys enforce? Is it this, is it that, whatever the case may be, when you know and understand that process, you have a better idea of how to make that change. You cannot change this at a federal level. You can't, there's no way, there's no way. At best, you can change it at a state level and that's at best, but the best way, if, you know, if I live in Texas, whatever city that I'm in, that's where I can, that's where I can truly make an impact. Whatever city you're living in, that's where you can truly make an impact on whatever laws these are. There are cities that don't, you know, that don't have property taxes. There are, you know, everybody, well, oh, it's, it's no, there, there are cities that don't have property taxes. Like there are two that I know of in the state of Texas that I've thought about moving to because they don't have property taxes. But so you can do things on a city level to, hey, we're, we're no longer writing speeding tickets. We're no longer writing registration tickets or whatever the case may be but it takes it takes people in those areas to say hey can we change this let's talk about this let's discuss this kind of thing so i tell you my libertarian dream and it's it's sort of it's it's sort of a half-baked idea this is kind of i was drinking one time i thought this would be a great a great way to reform society would be just to have all all posted signage and stoplights they're very strongly encouraged you should you're encouraged to abide by these and maybe you get like a tax incentive but i don't know that you'd have to opt into that so that they wouldn't be planting chips in your car but right. you, you know you get a tax credit if, if you stop at a stop sign but if no one's coming and it's two in the morning and and you're you need to make a right hand turn and for whatever reason it says no right hand i think you should be able to make the right hand turn without living in fear of of the of the police officer seeing right. you makes so sense there's that element sense. as well yeah so and anything else on, on, on this policing issue because i can talk about this until i'm blue in the face no I, pun intended not I at all talk about it a lot too I, there we go there we go and blue faces matter I exactly guess. blue faces matter <laughs> <laughs> one one thing I would add, and just to be clear, this is if, if you encounter a bad cop on a bad day, it's the cop's fault. One hundred percent. All these things that happened were the cop's fault. I, I, I feel this way mm -hmm. um, as a very young child and continuing up through even now, if, if we get on the subject, if I get on the subject with my dad, my dad was very adamant about giving both myself and my older sister the talk about how if you're pulled over, so this is what you as an individual might be able to. Hold up, hold oh. up. You were giving this talk 
I was absolutely given this talk. I and I uh, I am yes as as a woman who is who people would identify as white. I was I was given this talk and you just dispelled it, a whole bunch of myths out there. So just there, just asking. And it was a very very uh, very specific talk about. Mm. You know, Every sentence ends with sir. If it's a guy, if it's a male officer, every sentence ends with officer. Mm -hmm. When the officer asks for your license and res registration, you narrate what you're going to do beforehand. You say, my registration's in the glove box, sir. I'm, I'm going to open it now. And you move slowly. This was just seared into my brain. And I, I think it, it helped that the time that I was pulled over for speeding in Washington State, it was a good day. Uh, but <laughs> still had to pay a ticket, you know, maybe not the highest price ticket I would have had to pay otherwise. Yeah, I absolutely got the talk and I got the, you never make, you never give any smart talk. You mm. never, don't, don't, please don't get your latent libertarian shackles up right now. It's not the time. Yep. Don't ask imprudent or impudent questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, we. I got this talk. My sister did. I, I assume as well. Well, I mean, I definitely got the talk. Um, partly because my dad was a cop, and right. and and my mom was like, I'm literally. This is what my mom would tell me. I don't care what other people are doing. I'm raising you to stay alive. Yep. And. And looking back on it, I, I, I was always because my mom, it was never a, a black or white thing as, as, as it, my mom, my mom understood that police officers had a specific authority and that we would we would listen to that. And I'm not one of those. You should always comply, shut up and comply kind of people. I'm the hey, let's let's be reasonable here. Let's live to fight another day. Like that's what we're going to do now. There are specific times in which. I'd probably I'd probably raise all kinds of living hell like the, the, there are times in which I will. It's just I know what battles those are. My wife already knows and understands those. And so it's it's like a hey, I'm getting pulled over for speeding. Dude, I knew I was speeding. It's my fault. OK, cool, whatever. And then we move on, you know, but but if this is a, a, a bigger issue that I'm like, OK, this is definitely something that 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 I'm not standing for, then best believe, hey babe, get your phone out. We're recording this whole thing. Um, officer, I'm gonna need your name and badge number. I need to speak to your super I need to speak to your supervisor and your supervisor and know and understand that because this is exactly what's going on. Like and but 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 even then because I'm because I was raised by a police officer, I know what to say in order for for that police officer to say to back to back off and be like, okay, you know what? kind of stepping back i'm not going to do anything but even then if, if if i catch the wrong police officer on the wrong day he won't care about what i just said to him so exactly. you know, i mean it, it is and what it is reason magazine has a great kind of know your rights section mm. on if you're recording in public what to say what not to say what you can right. do what not to do they're a great resource for that as well so for sure for sure so let's get into this to to the and I just realized today that that their name is not even their entire abbreviation and never put okay. two and two together. But the Center for Disease Control, a.k.a. the C and prevention. Yeah. And, but they're so it's it's actually CD cap is, 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 is their name CD cap. 
or whatnot. But no, but the, but their abbreviation is the CDC, and 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 wearing mask outdoors, which newsflash, I guess people are starting to listen to science now. I I, I don't know. I I, I I I don't know what they're about. Well, I mean, I think prevention, that's a really convenient omission, isn't it, for the past year? <laughs> we can conveniently forget that this, this stuff, but first of all, I do not understand. I, I think technically it's centers for disease because we have multiple centers for, and they all failed at prevention. <laughs> it only would have taken one, yeah, one center, but there are multiple ones and none of them are really preventing disease right now, I guess. It's not. Uh, yeah, but I get uh, you've heard that if you've been vaccinated, you can now you, you can wear or not wear a mask outside. This from uh, Rochelle speaking in a personal capacity, Walensky. She will forever <laughs> be known to me in this way. And it's kind of not her fault, but also when you take a certain job, you subject yourself to public scorn in this exactly. way, in a, in a personal capacity, in a professional capacity as well. So, yeah, I. And I'm not a pandemic person at all. Mm -hmm. It would be very easy for someone to look at this uh, announcement, right, and say, "This feels like a very transparent uh, ploy to return individuals' sense of sovereignty to them in these tiny little increments." Yep. And, you titrate that by the degree of overall compliance, not individual compliance. Mm -hmm. Even if you've done great, it's still, well, what are other people doing? And if not enough people have been vaccinated, I'm sorry, you can't go out without your mask. Until finally we have enough people with that baseline vaccination. We're at herd immunity, guys, we are. But we, <laughs> we have, um, Fauci breaks down the door. Uh, but we do have, finally enough people that now we can feel safe saying you can go out without a mask y'all we could always go out without a mask unless you are in a super crowded area and you are breathing on someone for an extended period of time maybe a good idea if it's the middle of if the spike in the in, in covid is really high maybe a good not be a bad idea maybe to put them on a mask generally when you're out jogging on a not crowded street and you kind of pass someone randomly, you have never needed a mask for that. But I do find it also very convenient that this, well, when you've been vaccinated, it's okay. Line, mm. That can cover everyone for all of the really backward regulations and all of the hand wringing about, oh, there are people at the beach and they're not wearing masks. And so I'll pull them out of the water if they're not wearing a mask in the water. So that covers it. That was still yep. justified. You're vindicated because that was back when we didn't have we the vaccine. Although we did exactly. have the RPC ones. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, and to your point, it, it's the this the the lady, the the doctor that was on Doctor Wu, and she was on CNN, and she was like, "What is this? What is this carrot that we're going to dangle in front of them so they can get their freedoms back?" Well, here it is. It's literally, hey you get this vaccine, you can be outside without a mask. Now, granted, I live in a state in which our mask mandates were lifted in March. Um, so I'm, I'm in Texas uh, now, which, which is how it should have been all along. Each individual city should have been able to determine, hey, here are some guidelines 
not mandates, but guidelines in which we feel like you what would help slow the spread of of this. Hey, you know, if you're going out, wear a mask. This that, or the other, and I will 100 tell you if if things came across like that in the very beginning, I guarantee they would have more compliance in in doing a lot of things because people would because one it'd be a guideline they wouldn't threaten you with 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 the idea of arrest you know you wouldn't have all these Karens on on social media screaming about how they they don't have to wear a mask and that's my right and and this that or the other or whatnot and, and you wouldn't have such a political divide over a mask like and. And granted, do I think masks are effective? No, partly because I have a beard. So there's no way for anything for a mask to seal over my face. Like it won't seal. Like, so whatever, whenever I'm talking, it it's still coming out of the mask. So that, like, it doesn't work. Um, and then when you start talking about like, like microns and, and, and the micron levels of, of, of the, of the, of COVID, of SARS-CoV-2, or whatever the case, like when you start talking about that stuff, like scientifically, like unless you have an N95 mask and you're wearing it properly and you're changing it every so often, like everything else is pretty much pointless at that point. But all that beside, all that beside the, like we're going to cast all that to the side because we've already, people have already succumbed to that for a year. People, you know, governments know that, hey, we can, we can scream, we can scream, um, cry wolf and people will bend the knee as quickly as as quickly as possible all that being the case like you said they are literally covering their tracks they're saying hey you know what because we only did this because we didn't have a vaccine then and 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 then even they could say and we didn't know the short-term ramifications of the vaccine because now that this johnson and johnson stuff is over they're saying oh well johnson they could easily say well johnson and johnson we already got theirs and they were the last one to be approved. Moderna and Pfizer, those were good. They're a new type of strand of, 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 of vaccine. It's not the regular one that that's just, the, it's, it's like the, the mRNA type, like everything is so different or whatnot. So, so these are going to be good. We have all that short-term stuff out of the way. These are, these vaccines are safe. I see a safe vaccine commercial every five minutes in every single commercial and every show that I watch. Like, oh man, it's, I don't have a TV, so I don't know what they're like, but <laughs> I, I'm sure they're wonderful. Oh, they're, I, they're know. fabulous, fabulous, great pieces of work. And so, and, and they can literally just push this out and say like, okay, cool. And they excuse how they behaved over the, over the past year. Nobody's going to call them out. Um, and the people that do will be con- will be deemed conspiracy theorists, anti-science, and so forth. When one of the things that that, that I always fall back on is th- this has always been the case. Like we've never one we've never had to mask healthy people, and they're like, "Well, you're asymptomatic." Well, you're asymptomatic of a lot of things. Like you could be asymptomatic of the flu. You could be asymptomatic of of all kinds of stuff, and. And, and now all of a sudden this has changed for pretty, for as, as studies have come out and the data is starting to show for things that have the same infectious fatality rate as other things we've dealt with in the past that spread any, the same. At any given time, they've done studies that show that you are carrying anywhere between five and 15 viruses without yes. knowing asymptomatically yes so just to give that you know give that a little bit of context there yeah um and it's you know you you talk about 
justifying the past more than a year now. So this is the, and I, th this is a rant and I'll abridge it for now because I could, I could go all day about this, <laughs> but this, this is the, this is one of the issues that if you are in a very difficult and disempowering situation, like say your government is taking away your livelihood and keeping you locked down, just hypothetically speaking, but, or you can do it on a, on a more personal level. If, if you're in a bad relationship, mm -hmm. you, there's always this desire to, or not even a desire, a need cognitively to contend with the fact that you're in a situation you don't want to be in, and yet you feel powerless to get out. That's a really, really scary place. And what you can do then is often you, you, you try and turn it into your choice somehow. And again, mm. this is, you know, I, I am someone who's been in bad relationships like that. So this is not at all victim blaming at all. This of course. Is, I get it. And this is what the mind does because I've done that. Mm. And you say, well, this is really, first of all, this is for my own good. Right. This is, we, I need, you know, it's, it's good. I, I sort of, I need this or I want this, or you try to take some kind of ownership of it because right you're terrified of confronting the possibility that you might not have the power that you thought you did. And then you dig in your heels more. You also see this with cults, with doomsday cults. They do studies that after the doomsday scenario doesn't transpire, the cult membership goes up mm -hmm. and will dig in their heels more because you can't confront that cognitive dissonance. And you add to that the fact that people have had a lot of aspects of their identity deprived them or at least very a lot harder to express over the right. past year and what that does moving moving from traumatic relationships to addiction what that does is if if, if you're an addict everything about your feeding your addiction kind of becomes part of your identity. It becomes the ritual of it. You're tied to it. You're tied to procuring the drug. You're tied to using the drug the way you do it. So we have all these rituals now around putting on our masks yep. and you know the way that we interact with people. And there's this thought of who am I without that? Again, if you're, if you're in addiction recovery or whatever, there is that moment where you think, oh my gosh, who am I if I don't use? And what do I do with my time if I don't use? Exactly. And I, I feel like there's something similar going on uh, with with well, what happens when these mandates let who am I without this fear? Right. On a human level, I get that. Mm -hmm. But I want to call it out right. when when I think it might be happening in our own minds. Yeah, I'm, I mean, and even, even the like I, there, there are there are people now who it's like like you're saying it's it's habitual like you 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 walk out the door your mask is on and you like somebody tweeted this the other day about how they they just have it on and the only time that they they take it off is when somebody mentions it to them mm -hmm. like hey you can take your mask off now like that's when i mean it's 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 been over a year that these mask mandates have been in place and it's 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 crazy and I make it a point to to know that I that I'm wearing a mask and I need to take it off yeah. because I don't want to fall into this. Oh well, hey, 
this is this is my dependency on this 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 gets me this ultimately because like i know again like i said i have a beard i this 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 mask is there's no sense of security here it's not protecting me and i'm sorry people but it's not protecting you if i like if if unless i'm like coughing straight in your face like you're okay like i'm i'm not the the only person who needs to worry about catching anything that I have is my wife. That is it. That's it. Like, I'm not, I'm not swapping spit with anybody else in this world. Like, sorry. Like, so it's this, this idea of, of dependency on something. And, and I, I, I think another point to it as well is, is we, we as human beings, we want to have this need to feel like we're doing something like I am helping out. I am, I, I, I have I have some sort of power in my life. And so to them, the mask is doing that. The mask is this, I'm helping save so-and-so's life that's down the street because I'm wearing a mask. And regardless of where I'm wearing that mask, regardless of if I'm driving in my car alone, I'm going to let everybody know that I'm wearing a mask and that I'm protecting people. And, and I get where that comes from because there's always because we as humans we always have this desire to want to feel like we are needed for something like we have meaning in life like there is something other to life than just us going through the motions and being robotic and that is where you get people who cling to this mask of like i'm changing i'm changing the world like because that's all that they can cling to because they've been locked in their homes for a year Used to be their job. Used to be exactly. their synagogue or their church. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and and until, until and and bringing this all back circle to why we're here, until we give them a reason to hold on to something else other than a mask or whatnot, we're going to continue to fall into these same traps. This year it's COVID. You know, last year, you know, certain years it it's it's this idea of we've got to protect black people and BLM and they're being gunned down by, by, by police officers and they're trying to help. So we post black squares on social media or we put, you know, BLM in our bios because we think we're making a change and everything like that. And I'm not here to dog BLM or whatnot. That's a that's a different discussion for a different day. Um, as far as my, my, my thoughts on that organization and that movement. Um, but we, they, they, they have this need to, to feel like some sort of like sense of community. Cause we are human, human beings. We're, we're communal. We really are like you, people who say they're introverted, they could be introvert, but you still have a group of friends that you hang out with. Like you, you, you're, you're not some loner. We're not, we're not meant to be on this world alone. And so when you see other people doing the same thing that you do, you're just like, yes, like we're doing it. We're on the same wavelength, same way as same way with somebody with a mask on looks at somebody else with a mask on and say, yes, we're doing things together the same way you can call anti-maskers to do the same thing. When you see somebody else without a mask, you guys make eye contact, you give each other the nod and said, yes, we are here to find stuff because we like to, we like that idea of community and here, which is, which is why we, we want to provide them with that. And the idea of you need something to hold on to something that's going to better your life, something that's going to, to better your family's life, your friend's life, whatever the case may be. And everybody can be umbilical. Everybody's got their umbilical cord looking to plug it in somewhere. And I want you to plug it into this podcast, plug it into us, 
plug it into us. We will give you the source that you need, the information that you need to find the idea of sense of where you belong and what you want to do in life. Um, whether that's making, you know, creating widgets and gadgets and pencils or whatever the case may be, or whether that's being a good husband, being a good wife, being a good father, son, or just being a good human being, because that's the that's what you can do in life. Just be a good human. Um, that's why we're here. And that's what we want to do with this. I thought no one knew how pencils were created. That's what I that's what I learned from the essay. I, I, my life is a lie. And I like the umbilical cord. Right? I did not know that you could have an umbilical cord plugged into a podcast, but absolutely. Plug no, one, one, th one thing I'd add just just briefly, because that's such a good that's such a good note is I do make it a point to smile at people when I'm out when I'm not wearing a mask maskless or wearing or if they are wearing a mask, you just you smile. Yes. And that you talk about people wearing a mask to send a message. I like to smile at people to send a message. Yes. And because we've missed, you know, halves of people's faces for so long. And uh, yeah, I, I think I think you're absolutely correct that there is this this search for meaning. And I think we're all in it together. So I'm always happy to have people here listening to us on that journey. So yeah, plug in that. I'm, I'm, I see I'm, I'm, I'm messing with your metaphor now, but <laughs> you can take it back to the umbilical cord and the pencil. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, join something that matters and is big and powerful because when you become something, when you become part of something big and powerful, something big and powerful becomes part of you. Right. And you are able to just make all of these incredible connections that don't require signaling that are real. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, we just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, if you love what we're doing here, I know this is only episode one, but please leave us a, leave us a subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Let us know your thoughts. Leave us a five-star rating review. Um, anything less than five stars. We don't want to hear about it. I assure you, we don't. Um, they don't no, allow it. Exactly. Anything less than five five stars, don't even worry about it. Um, but until next time, guys, y'all be easy.